Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. The, believe me, hugest, most big, beautiful, unbelievable podcast, making podcasting great again of all time. And, of course, all of those adjectives and superlatives perfectly describe my unbelievable, amazing, believe me, making podcasting, co-hosting great again co-host, Mr. Everett Farnell. You know, Steve, I I was going to take a second and uh, just thank Donald Trump for giving us fodder for every day. But then I got to thinking about it, and I thought, you know what? He he didn't do anything. He didn't go out of his way. Yeah, I'm not going to thank him. If he he tweeted some stuff specifically so that we could use it, you know, kind of gave us a heads up. Well, if he said, you can host your podcast on my server... Yeah, maybe, maybe I think. Not, but but he, he didn't do anything. He, he no, he didn't do anything special. And, like, yeah. you know, just because every single thing we talk about and think about and, and broadcast every single week for now almost 90 episodes here in the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast is all because of him, he had nothing to do with that. I'm not thanking yeah, nothing, him for no. that. Yeah, no, I'm not thanking him for any of that. I, I <laughs> okay. can't even imagine somebody doing that. <laughs> okay. As always, <laughs> we like to start out the episode with some sarcastic, ridiculous reference to the topic of the week. And this one, if you haven't been paying attention, Donald Trump has gotten into a trolling Twitter war, which expands, because he's Donald Trump, far beyond Twitter to all of media and all of the Internet and all of the nonstop news channel networks. And he's being trolled by a troll, and it is just fantastic to see. So if you haven't been paying attention, maybe at least you know that Donald Trump, when he was two weeks away in China and Asia and Philippines or wherever, three young kid college basketball players from America decided to shoplift something out of a store in China, which, by the way, I mean, we could do 10 episodes on that, or maybe we could only do one second on that. Don't do that. Okay, that was really stupid. Like that, I can't, what goes through someone's mind of like, I think shoplifting might be a good idea now that we're high-profile college athletes. Like, yeah, that's probably not a good idea here in the mall in our hometown. Like, no, why don't we go to a communist country famous for <laughs> civil rights violations and shooting people even if they sniff the wrong air and let's shoplift over there and let's yeah. show total disregard for that country and for our country and let's create a world incident because we really need whatever the heck, a poster or, I mean, it's always over something stupid, whatever the heck they did. Anyway, they're thrown in jail, which, which they're, they're not even going to rot for the full 10-year term, of course, because they're going to be tortured to death in about six months. So there they are. And Donald Trump happens to say, you know, while I'm having dinner here with the president of China, how convenient, I don't even have to make a separate call or a separate trip or make an incident out of this. Let's just say, dude, the kids are idiots and, you know, let them go. Do me a favor. And come on now. And so whatever he says and whatever he does, and the guy lets him go somehow, which is pretty amazing to me. Like, he just let him go. So Trump now, of course, has to be Trump, goes onto Twitter and goes, hey, those three kids better be grateful and say thank you, Donald Trump. 
And Trump knows that almost all athletes are anti-Trumpers, as you right. can see if you're watching the NFL or the NBA or any of these sports where they're violently opposed to Donald Trump. And if, and if Donald Trump said, like, if he came out Sunday morning and said, I think that everyone in the NFL should kneel for the national anthem, man, you could not get the players faster to stand up at attention with their hand <laughs> over the heart and sing every word of the damn song. Like, <laughs> they're such anti-Trumpers. So he comes out and goes, they better say thank you. So the kids come out in the press conference, and clearly reading off a piece of paper that they don't believe a word of, they go, and I want to thank the president for getting us out of jail, where we would have died in a week at, from the hands of terrible torture, although they left that last part out. And so they you know, thank him for getting us out. Begrudgingly, with no emotion, not even looking up from the piece of paper, they read that in a monotone voice, because you know they really believe it. And so we're done. He got him out. They said thank you. Life goes on. No, of course not. Not in the world of Donald Trump. Donald Trump has to now troll these kids some more and come out and go, well, uh, they should also also thank the president of China or, you know, they should thank me better or some more or whatever. He just comes out again. Well, now <laughs> it ends up that one of these three kids, it's almost as if he got into this trouble on purpose, although that would, that would just be too much and really stupid. But one of these kids happens to have a dad who is a troll looking to be on a par. He doesn't quite have the following of him, but he's on a par as far as being a troll like Donald Trump. Like, he's out, he immediately comes out and he goes, thank Donald Trump. Like, what, who cares about thanking Donald Trump? He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything special. He was already over there, so big deal. He, you know, he didn't go out of his way, didn't make a separate trip, didn't do anything. Like, I'm not, I don't see any reason to thank him. An outrageously ridiculous comment meant to simply to get a response. And you would think that Donald Trump would not take that bait and would go, I'm not taking that bait. I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to let this nobody pipsqueak now troll me. I'm the troll. And yet, <laughs> uh, he does. And Donald Trump gets into the thing. Now, I looked this up. So for people who don't understand, when we use the term troll, okay, so I looked this up, and I have right in front of me now the dictionary definition on Wikipedia dictionary of Internet troll. Because when I ever when I think of troll as a kid, I just thought I read fairy tales, and the troll is always like some ugly, monstrous monster that hides under a bridge or behind a tree or something, and he comes out whenever travelers are trying to peacefully just go on their way, and he gives them all kinds of problems, and he, he's gruff and rumbles at them, and is just generally disagreeable. I'm pretty sure that's like where the term comes from, right? right. But check this out. As I read this, dear listener, picture in your mind Donald Trump, because this is, a def this is the definition here of, of an internet troll, and it almost could be the definition of Donald Trump. Here it is. Uh, in internet slang, a troll is a person who sows discord on the internet by starting quarrels or upsetting people, by posting inflammatory, extraneous, or off-topic messages in an online community with the intent of provoking readers into an emotional response or of otherwise disrupting normal, on-topic discussion, often for the troll's amusement. Now, that's a perfect definition of Donald Trump every day. Donald Trump lives under a bridge. Furthermore, do you remember when, when you were a kid? I remember, I think they were called the troll dolls. My sister yeah, had them. Yeah, they were absolutely. these little plastic dolls with the, like, purple or green or yellow yeah, or whatever hair that would just go straight up in the air. And I'm like, holy moly, if you took one of those troll dolls with, like, the yellow hair and you took <laughs> Donald Trump's ridiculous comb over and you just pulled it straight up in the air, you would have a troll doll. I mean, <laughs> 
That's like that's Donald Trump. I mean, a person who sows discord by starting quarrels or upsetting people. Well, it's even it's even understated Donald Trump by posting inflammatory, extraneous, off-topic messages with the intent of provoking people into an emotional response or otherwise disrupting normal on-topic discussion, often for the trolls' amusement, and I will add, also for the trolls' financial gain. In Donald Trump, he's taken trolling to a whole profitable experience. It's not just for his own amusement. Like when you put something on Facebook and someone comes along you never heard of and goes, you're an idiot. Like, no, Trump does it methodically with a purpose of elevating himself so much that he cannot elevate himself any further than the most powerful man in the world. He's done it by trolling. And now you have this guy come along and says, how do you think I'm going to sell t-shirts and hats of sneakers of my otherwise obscure rookie basketball player who's like he's okay but i mean he's no he's no big name or superstar or anything he's no michael jordan lebron james whatever but man he's well known because his father goes crazy well he happens to be the dad of one of these college kid basketball players he's having a field day because trump keeps trolling him back Right. And here's the thing. There's two. Obviously, the lesson is actually from, from the dad this time. You know, I mean, we could go back in this instant case. The lesson is from the dad. We can go back and, and point to all the trolling that Donald Trump has done. Hell, he got elected president of the United States by trolling everybody he was against, uh, all of his opponents, one at a time. Uh, but there is definitely, like it or not, I think it's highbrow or lowbrow or whatever you want to say about it. The fact is that if you can find somebody who the, who the people you sell to do not and you control them, especially online, specifically online, but even if you troll them in the local op-ed newspaper, you know, you write a, write a trolling kind of letter and send it. And, and by the way, radio, TV, newspaper, they love this kind of stuff because it gets views. People pay attention. Yeah, they love controversy, of course. Yeah, exactly. So so if you control somebody... If it bleeds, it leaves. your market area, yes, if you control somebody in your market area, then you can get a lot of attention. And then, of course, now you have to swap that attention into profitable attention, which is kind of what we're going to talk about and the advanced tip. There's yeah, that's the advanced tip, but staying on the basic that. tip... Here's the key. Here's why people don't do it. Here's why two out of three of those kids' parents or uncles or whatever father figures or anyone around did not respond like this one out of three did by trolling the president, getting on TV and going crazy and making a fool of themselves. Is because of that. They were like, oh, likely, I'm thinking, they're like most normal people and they, they're afraid they don't want to make a fool of themselves. Who wants to go out and make a fool of themselves? Well, the lesson learned from Donald Trump is be willing to make a fool of yourself. If you do, you have to pay attention and do what whatever it just suggested you do. You have to find someone to troll that your audience already doesn't like. And you have to have thick skin and not care if all the people that are already against you come out against you more because you're trolling someone they like. So, for instance, just about every, again, we mentioned just about every athlete these days is anti-Trumper. So who do you think is buying $500 pairs of sneakers or hats or T-shirts or all the stuff this dad is selling all the time? It's not Trump fans. So he doesn't give a crap that he's on all the conservative talk radio and TV and whatever being called an idiot and a wacko in a way. He doesn't care. None of those people are buying his stuff, but he's on all the liberal everything and all the liberal tweeters and all the liberal whatever's going like, way to go, way to show Donald Trump to be an idiot, blah, blah, blah. And you know he's making money. Absolutely. He's making a ton of dough and he's selling a bunch of his stuff, which, you know, good for him. Exactly. And And you couldn't have a better example because you can't just say, oh, well, that's obvious because two out of the three kids just went back to 
is being talked about nonstop, is a trending thing on the Internet, and is nonstop also. It's not obvious. You have a pure example of what we're talking about here, the lesson learned, which is go out there and be willing to be called a fool or, or a jerk or a loser by people who are never going to be your customer anyway. Steve, you're breaking up a bit, so I don't know if it's just me or if it's, if it's on your end, but I just want to point out a little cautionary tale. We've, you've got to make sure that the person who you're trolling is really disliked by your marketplace. Don't live in a bubble. So don't get to a place where you are living in a bubble or living in an ivory tower, living in an echo chamber. You don't want to be in a position where you believe the person you're trolling is a, <clears throat> pardon me, is hated by your marketplace and then you find out that they're actually loved by your marketplace. So an example, I just saw a video from Kathy Griffin. You may remember her. She was my life on the D list. She was, an, she was a comedian, comedian, but she held up a picture of of Donald Trump's severed head was obviously a you know model. It was a you know whatever. Anyway, point being that she has no gig lined lined up. She comes off, she has seven more shows, and she has nothing. Nobody wants to talk to her about a television show. Nobody wants to put her on stage anywhere. Nothing. She has been completely and utterly blacklisted. She can't get any gig. Of course, that's because, like it or not, agree with them or not, the fact is that half the country likes Donald Trump and supports him, and a good portion of the other half think that, in general, doing a video like that or doing uh, doing something like that is so far out of bounds. She should have gotten a visit by law enforcement. A lot of people, even liberal people were saying that. So my point is, troll. Find somebody to pick on. Troll them. Do a good job at it. Make sure your market doesn't like those people and make sure that the trolling that you're doing stays within the bound boundaries of trolling and doesn't get to a point where even the people who support you are going to think it's in bad taste. So those are kind of the boundaries that you want to look at. We lost Steve. I am going to finish up for today. Thank you very much. It has, as always, been a pleasure, and we will talk to you next week on another episode of Lessons Learned from Donald Trump. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time, unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.